Joining us on this week's program, we have Boyd Lee with CK Energy. Boyd, glad to have you on the show. Good morning, George. I'm glad to share my face with your radio audience. Yes, it's uh, been a while <laughs> since we've uh, talked CK Energy, so uh, appreciate you coming in. Uh, just give us a quick review of CK Energy and uh, your service area, and uh, do a lot of a lot of great work for for your customers. Well, thank you, George. Um, uh, CK Energy is a, a co-op based in uh, Binger, uh, of course. We uh, became CK back in 2016 when we consolidated with Kiwash Electric Cooperative and became uh, much larger. We went from an 18,000-meter cooperative to a 26,000-meter cooperative, uh, 4,100 miles of line to 7,500 miles of line. So we've, we've got a lot of stuff to pay attention to. And... Um, um, the worst part about it, I guess, is we're right in Tornado and Ice Alley so <laughs> with the entire territory, so we have to watch out for that and pray against it. Um, but anyway, we're uh, in excellent shape, excellent shape right now, and uh, it's a good time to be a CK member. Um, we're actually, because of fuel prices, we're actually a, a little over one cent per kilowatt hour cheaper this year than we were last year, so inflation has had no impact on us. And of course, we did not pass on any of the Storm Uri costs, so the the surrounding utilities have leapt above us in cost, and so uh, uh, we're proud of that and and uh, happy to serve our members with a little bit lower prices. And uh, since since Storm Uri, we've not really had that many severe weather events, whether it's been really cold weather or even spring-type weather with the tornadoes and things. We've, so we've been, been very fortunate. very fortunate, George, in that respect. So knock on your desk here. Yes. Uh, we want to make sure that that stays true. Let's talk about uh, the, the work you do on making sure that your lines are in good shape and uh, the maintenance and upkeep and replacing lines and things like that. Okay. Well, FEMA has a, uh, a program called a mitigation, a risk mitigation and uh, we are definitely taking advantage of that, and, and it enables us to um, spend many millions of dollars in upgrading some of our uh, lines that are more prone to ice damage, wind damage, things of that nature, which is primarily east and west lines here in Oklahoma. And uh, anyway, FEMA pays for the majority of that, so the, the customers of, of CK Energy will absorb some of that in long-term debt, uh, but the biggest part of it is paid ahead of time by uh, FEMA funding. And, and that's really good because it's basically paying for the storm before it happens. And um, uh, they're, they're better off to pay at today's cost to strengthen these lines than they are to pay at tomorrow's cost when they go down. So it's really a well-thought-out program, and uh, we're getting ready to do about $20 million worth of upgrades, and it's system-wide. Um, We've got uh, quite and a... talk about uh, from where to where, north and south and east to west. Sure. Think, yeah. um, we've got a lot of uh, work that's going to occur in the cement surreal area. I know those people are going to be um, happy with that because we've had a lot of ice uh, damage down there for many years uh, with all the trees and the old rickety poles and things. But anyway... Um, uh, that area all the way up through uh, Minko, Coger, El Reno, Mustang, you know, straight north that way. And then out to the west in the Weatherford, Clinton, uh, south uh, down into the uh, Fort Cobb, Bingeroni areas, uh, and then further southwest down to uh, uh, Hobart and, you know, Lone Wolf, way down there on the, the uh, Saddle Mountain. 
area. Talk about your employees, and uh, it takes a lot of folks to do uh, what you do, but uh, let's talk about uh, the line crews and the guys and gals that have to get out there when the weather's not so pleasant. Yeah, we've got a great team of uh, uh, linemen and people that, that uh, care for the lines whenever there are problems, uh, all the way from the girls inside who um, uh, handle the phones to um, uh, the guys outside. They're always willing in, in bad times like that to – come out of their warm houses and, and uh, tackle the work. We've got a very young workforce now. Um, in recent years, we've retired a lot of, of uh, experience. and uh, But we've got a, a bunch of uh, new young people that are uh, taking, the, uh, taking it and uh, running with it. And, of course, we also contract with uh, crews from all over the place in times of need like that as well. What about uh, what's it take to be a lineman? Uh, what type of uh, training do the folks need to have if they want to apply? And what do you look for in a person for a lineman? Well, we look for a person, number one, that's uh, somebody that feels like he can run up and down a pole. I mean, you've got to be able to do that if Physically you want to be a Physically demanding, for sure. Yes. And, uh, um, you know, you got to be uh, not afraid of a lot of things <laughs> because uh, uh, you get into some situations where it takes some – pretty uh pretty good intestinal fortitude to to do the work but uh as far as training is concerned it requires no college degree uh, utilities are a great place for kids that uh want to go to work that uh, don't want to go to college they just want to go to trade school and and that sort of thing well a utility is is a home for them because most of our uh jobs do not require that um if they want to go to a lineman school uh, just as an example, Kaido Kiowa Technology over in Fort Cobb, they're, they're beginning a new uh, lineman training school there, um, uh, a brief one. Of course, Oklahoma State Tech has, has a, a big one up there. They're all over the place. But if you want to get a leg up, go to one of those. And uh, uh, there's a shortage of linemen. You can get a job pretty much anywhere as a lineman. Pay pretty good? Pays real good. Yeah, it starts off uh, – Oh, usually a lineman will start off in the fifteen to twenty dollar range, but if 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 a lineman he or she and there are some some girls out there that are doing it, if they're willing to put in a good five years and become a journeyman, uh, they can find themselves up in the forty plus range. So it, yeah, it pays good. Do your crews ever go out if there's a, say a hurricane in Florida or earthquake in California? Do your crews kind of? Uh, get called out to help out in those situations we have been invited a couple of times to uh to go out and help uh each time we have it's it's been down in the uh gulf area yeah. or out east uh, we usually don't get deployed uh west but it's uh, a voluntary thing uh, the ceo will ask if if there's a crew that wants to go and normally there is and uh, they'll go for however long they're needed and uh, conversely sometimes you'll need to call in some assistance from Oh. contractors out of state to come in oh yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah uh knock on wood those ice storms um we always have um a lot of outside contractors a lot of them come from louisiana and texas um but our biggest help of all comes from our sister co-ops those are those are the ones that uh really come into play here in oklahoma and we we do that with them as well and how many co-ops in oklahoma 
Uh, I think there's 28, mm-hmm. uh, including the CAMO co-ops, which are up in the northeast quadrant of the state. So right around here, we've got CK Energy, we've got REC, we've got OEC. Who am I forgetting? Cotton Electric, Cotton, Cotton. Walters. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you've got Cimarron Electric at Kingfisher. Um, so, yeah, we're we're all around here. And uh, each individually owned by the members. Absolutely. Is that right? How does that work? Well, um, <laughs> By virtue of the fact that you buy electricity from the co-op, you pay a membership fee when you first sign up. That's five bucks. I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh, with that membership fee, then you have an automatic voice uh, if you choose to use it, either in the form of a vote, uh, like for a board member to represent your district or uh, maybe a bylaw change that the cooperative presents at the annual meeting. You, as a member owner, have the opportunity to do that you can't you can't have that say in an investor-owned utility you're only the investors do but in a co-op you're the investor now does it pay off in the long run not a lot i mean um, capital credits every year if the cooperative makes margins are allocated to that account so eventually uh, at at a point down the road uh, when capital credits are paid then it goes back to that meter owner member owner um, at that time they it may they may be in the third house since that but it still works that way and uh, and these are co-ops in rural areas where investor-owned utilities uh, don't have service like public service company or OG&E ONG folks like that right oh yeah the yeah. the vast majority yeah. of the miles of line we serve are in are in a rural area that does not have an investor-owned utility now, as time has passed and cities have grown out uh, and towns have grown out into the countryside, then we find ourselves in competitive areas where, with a lot of people. But the vast majority of our miles of line are out there by themselves. I'm going to throw just kind of a really interesting question out there because I know that sometimes that there are some uh, co-ops that are maybe trying to get into the uh, Broadband service area, yeah. what's that? How is that working with CK? Uh, CK will not be going into the broadband. Uh, we have looked at that every way we can to try to justify the uh, investment. You know, George, um, free money is not always free. Can we get grants to put in miles and miles of line? Yes, we can. But then we have to pay, we have to upkeep it. Uh, which you know what the storm conditions are like. But we also have to have enough customers at the end of the line buying packages to pay for that. And uh, the density, our meter density at CK Energy just does not justify an investment in broadband. So that's disappointing to uh, some of our members, but uh, it's just the way it is. We can't change that. If you look at OEC, I mean, OEC is a prime uh, candidate for delivery of, of uh, um, broadband, and they do, and they've got thousands of customers, but they also have enough customers per mile of line to justify paying for it, and we just don't. Now, we've yes. made, uh, I'm sorry, we, we, go ahead. I was going to say, well, sometimes there's only one customer per mile, I would guess, oh, in yeah. some, of the, some areas. Oh, yeah. Uh, our overall meter density is a little over three meters per mile but that's blended when you consider we've got thousands in mustang and you know yeah you're right there's less than one per mile sometimes 
So we we would have to hit 100% mm-hmm. of them to even hope to come close to breaking even, and, and we just can't. But um, we have made an offer, though, to any company, um, uh, whether it's Hillary Communications or Carnegie Telephone or Hinton Telephone or any of the other players out there in the rural area, if if they want to take broadband to our members out in the country, that's fine. We'll we'll let them attach to our poles and won't charge them for that. But they have to go serve those customers. We we won't link towns. You know, uh, we want them to serve the rural customers. That's about the only way we know of that broadband can can permeate the countryside. Um, who knows what uh, Elon's gonna yes do with his satellites? <laughs> they that might be broadband for everybody. Who knows? All right, um, uh, let's talk about. Uh, some of the great programs that uh, CK Energy offers, uh, scholarships, for instance, to high school kids. That's a big one right now. Uh, <clears throat> we just launched our uh, uh, 2024 youth tour um, program, and we started making our school visits yesterday. And what is a youth tour? Talk about it. <clears throat> youth tour is a program uh, aimed at high school juniors, and um, – each co-op participates and sends two to four young people a year on a all-expense-paid trip to Washington D.C. to learn a history of this nation, and uh, it's it's a fantastic trip. My wife and I have been on it twice as chaperones, and um, it's indescribable what you feel while you're there in the nation's capital. And I think it's very important, especially today in the changing climate, that our young people understand what the history of this nation uh, means even now Mm -hmm. and so um, we will send four uh, juniors after the competition um, on an all-expense-paid trip to Washington plus they'll receive a $1,000 scholarship each and that scholarship uh, this is very important it's not just for college we know we have kids out there that are college bound, and we know we have kids out there that are trade school bound. They'll work; these scholarships will work either way. Uh, but that's youth tour, and um, it requires. It's a pretty simple process. Uh, what we're asking the students to do in in level one, in, in the in the to determine who the finalists are, is they're going to write a letter to a. Um, politician of their choice, doesn't matter at what level of government, addressing a problem that they see as a problem and discussing, um, you know, their beliefs in and what should be done and that sort of thing. And then we'll, of course, accumulate all of those at the end. We'll have a set of uh, unbiased judges from outside the cooperative who will uh, pick out eight finalists and, and then they'll go to step two and that'll require a little video work. So, it was a lot of fun. And when will the scholarships be, uh, the winners be awarded? In April, uh, we will announce the winners. And the um, Washington, D.C. trip winners will go to uh, D.C. in June. And then uh, their scholarship will stay on reserve for them until they graduate uh, after the following year and uh, wherever they end up going. Um, Do they need to reach out to you? I guess so. Yeah, they can reach out to me or they can reach out well, to... I'd say, I meant just meant you being CK oh, yeah. Energy. They can <laughs> reach right. out to you, I'm sure. It's okay. on our website. Okay. Uh, uh, go to www.ckenergy.coop and um, 
uh, go over to the uh, tab on the right and youth programs and they'll uh, they'll find the youth tour application and everything but we are making visits to each of the schools all of the schools counselors and and teachers will hear from us in the next couple of weeks um, to get them started what kind of information is on the website uh, well, it's mainly just historical information about the cooperative, but also about all of our other services and things like that. Um, it's not really a whole lot of stuff that pertains necessarily to this competition, but it's of interest if you want to stay on there and, and learn a little bit mm-hmm. about your co-op. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on there. All right. Uh, you can pay your bill. You can pay Online your bill. If you want you to. Betcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we'll always take you. <laughs> take the money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can pay your bill online. You can uh, With down- lots of lots of informative stories, I guess, about uh, oh, yeah. certain uh, customers or yep, we've got like that, so. we've got a uh, whole catalog of our uh, uh, newsletter that comes out every month. Uh, that's in storage from months past. There's always good articles in there. Always good to go back in the archives and that's check right. that out. Yeah. yeah. See, see who said what. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also have, uh, I think, one of our best tools is our app. You can download from the app store, uh, the ckenergy.coop app, and you can conduct every b- business there is on that app. Report outages, uh, pay your bills, what have you. It's very, very convenient. Keeps you from having to call into um, a service at night. Um, uh, that's not going to be answered by a live person. It's going to be answered by a recording. But, you know, the app takes that all out of play. You you report, r- report it, and it automatically goes in the system. Done deal. Uh, I highly recommend people get the app. All right. Uh, that's a simple, really easy tool to download and uh, make use of that when you need to. Yes. Okay. What else we got going well, on? Well, we've got 12 thousand additional dollars in scholarships that we haven't talked about and that's the ones that we give to uh, high school seniors now the the only qualification for these it's unlike the uh, uh, youth tour these must be uh, sons and daughters of ck energy members to qualify but still there's a lot of those out there in every school Uh, but it's uh, it's an essay uh, project and uh, it's also worth $1,000. So this year we're giving away the four trips um, and $20,000 worth of total scholarships. And that's up, right? That's uh, up. The scholarships, they were five, it, now they're 1000 Yep, it doubled. Uh, we went from 10000 to 20000 total this year. And what do those essays do? And Those are also in the spring. I think the uh, essay uh, due date is April the 1st. And uh, then those scholarships will be payable uh, in the summer, of course, uh, for those kids that are going on to trade school or or college. Did we talk about the new office in Cornell yet? No, I don't think so. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, We uh, have basically outgrown our facilities in um, Cordell, which were the original Kiwash Electric Cooperative locations. We've just gotten uh, our equipment nowadays. George is is very very large. Um, it's kind of noisy. We're in a residential area over there, and we're all split up. There's there's no single building or campus area for all of our stuff, and so um, because it was needing some some work, 
we just uh, opted at this time just to go ahead and, and build a new one. So they sought and uh, found some property uh, a couple of miles east of Cordell on Highway 152, and we're in the process of building a, uh, uh, a nice new facility there. It's not as large as our headquarters, of course, but it'll, uh, it'll house about uh, seven or five full-time employees on the inside and um, uh, a couple of crews that uh, are on the outside, but it's all gonna be in one fenced area now. Uh, the poles are in the same place as the, as the transformers and same place as the t-shirts. Just, so. putting, uh, just <laughs> putting all the people in one spot over yeah. there, make it a little more convenient and yeah. get a little more elbow room, I guess. And it too. will have a drive-through, which the Cordell office does, does not currently have. So it, it, it's gonna, improve the convenience i think quite a bit right and to bring in the new technology and make it a little more easier for that and yes so, okay all right how's the car the car's still humming right along george <laughs> that thing i've got uh, 80 84 000 miles on it now this is an electric it's a car. Must, mustang mach e and um you know it, it's been a it's been a great car um the industry seems to be cooling just a little bit right now and and um uh, you know, we don't have an opinion on that one way or the other. We've, we've driven the electric cars so that we know how they work and how to answer questions. And we've got quite a few that are uh, uh, in use that are on our, our system. But I think um, until the charging network certainties are cleared up a little bit, plus the manufacturers still don't know what they're going to do and what they're not going to do, um, it's just a... Uh, it is a technology in its infancy, and it's got a long ways to go, but I can't say anything bad about it. That, that car's been excellent, and it'll pass people really fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you offer a little incentive for families uh, we do. that may want to purchase an electric car? and We do. We'll give them up to $500 uh, in value to, install, to uh, hook up their uh, charger at their homes. And uh, we've definitely had a number of people take us up on that. We'll either we'll either order the charger for them and, and hang it uh, and bill them for everything over $500, or they can get their own and we'll come wire it in for them and give them what's left of the $500. So, How long does that take? Oh, just... Uh, a day or so? Or yeah, it doesn't take okay. very long. That Once they get the car, obviously they need to start charging it. So. Mm -hmm. Usually we have electricians that we can break away uh, and do within a day or two, and so yeah, we can get them. We can get them charging at home pretty quick. Let's talk about some winter weather preparedness tips since we're getting close to that time. Well, as always, um, button up the house, insulate it. That's the big thing. Um, insulate it. Make sure your heating and, and cooling's all serviced and ready to go. Uh, make sure your windows are all caulked up and, and your doors are sealed. Um, that's the best thing as far as energy efficiency is concerned. There's not a whole lot to do to prepare for, uh, um, you know, catastrophic events like ice and things like that. One thing that is true, though, uh, that you should always do is at night before you go to bed, if you know that there's a potential for ice, fill your tubs full of water. Fill your tubs full of water because that, that will allow you to flush the toilets for a couple of days, uh, have enough water to do that, and, and uh, you can always boil a little for use in the kitchen for a little bit. If you've got a generator, make sure it's serviced, make sure the battery's charged, and when it fires up, it starts. Um, 
that's those are all easy things to do and things that you won't regret if you wait too late. What about uh, home whole home generators? Is that something that's popular in rural areas? Oh yeah, there's uh, there's thousands really of people now that have uh, whole home generators. We put a lot of them in uh, during our load control days. Um, that that's kind of over with now as far as uh, that process is concerned. However, we still do have generators in stock if 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 anybody needs to buy one. Uh, we stock them as small as a 20 kW and um, as large as probably a 47 kW. So you can do residential and commercial. Yeah, small com- commercial, I would guess. Single phase, small, small business, single yeah. phase commercial, yes. All right. Boyd, anything else? We've covered, covered quite a bit this morning. Yeah. Now, uh, as always, George, thanks for inviting me in. Uh, I, I like coming here and visiting with you guys periodically and letting our members know of any new things that are coming up and encourage them to uh, um, don't sit out there with something on your mind. Call in and get it answered. All right. Uh, and read the read the monthly newsletter. Yes. And uh, if you ever have any questions, don't, don't hesitate to call because uh, you're talking to your neighbors there in, in Binger and Cordell and other places. So That's right. Thanks a lot. Boyd Lee with CK Energy on our program this week.